Wow. We're wow. back at it again? Back again. Once again, they said we might not make it here. You <laughs> know, every single week, those haters come after us. That's right. So, I mean, can I, I'll just say it real quick. Um, I, we, we're probably, we probably have a new review coming, courtesy mm. of the saloon bar. You. Courtesy of, of me going, <laughs> so you listened to the podcast? Have you reviewed it yet? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Well, let's pull out your phone. Wow. Okay. Let's, let's give it a review quick. He's like, and I'm like, five stars, but if, if you're great, you'd leave a comment. He's like, oh, I don't, wouldn't know what to say. And I'm like, well, just hand it over to me. I'll write something. <laughs> So you terrorized another individual into a review? You know, uh, yeah. Someone's got to do it. Well, I don't think that's as bad as buying reviews, unlike some podcasts we know. Yeah, bopper flop pod. Who do you we, think you are? We see you. We know what you're doing. Um, they're, they officially show up before us now, even for bopper flop, which is kind of annoying, but... We're looking for an SEO intern, unrelated. Just yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Someone yeah. come, someone come aboard. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Um, so Simon, you were having some fun this weekend. What'd you get into? I was down at Dallas. You know, I'm you know a, a charity activist type person. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. you know this. So I was down in Dallas for Purple Party, which. Um, some would just call a circuit party, but it's for charity. So explain, like I don't know, I, I don't know anything about this. There's a Purple Foundation in Dallas, which is like their LGBTQIA nonprofit charity that does like HIV/AIDS research and you know all the all this other stuff. And so the Purple Party every year in Dallas is like a fundraiser, technically. So are you? I I don't even. I don't even know what to say. That's like somehow masterful, but also right. like it gives me the biggest eye roll. Like, I don't know if my eyes could go further back into yeah. my head about uh-huh. how eye rolly. Yeah, yeah. But was it fun? <laughs> oh my god, it was a blast. And obviously, was blast. I was noticing the fi- it was only the final day that was the purple look. Yes, the theme was purple, if you can believe it, for that last day. Well, technically, not even the last day. Saturday is the purple party day, and then Sunday. There's another thing, but I was out of there. You, were, you said, see you, see you later, bye-bye. I, I can't do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I did Friday, Saturday this week, and I'm telling you... Uh, you gotta give yourself a break. You, you really do. You gotta cut yourself a favor, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta let it go. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, um, I saw Tina at the bar on Friday. Uh friend of the pod we love tina previous guest i think wasn't she last week's guest she was which is just crazy just crazy um i bet i'm gonna see her all over the place now you probably will she she's out and about she's Mm -hmm. out in the town Mm -hmm. um but what was kind of what what we're trying to do here is like this is kind of a a last a a last minute very quick Mm. episode not because it's gonna be less quality i think it's gonna be the most quality the most quality but between you being so busy and there being so many albums for us to decide on what mm. we're going to review this week, mm-hmm. we we decided like late yesterday what album we were going to review, mm-hmm. and then schedule shifted, things came up, and we had to try and figure out how to make a Monday work. Yeah. So yeah. we, this is going to be a, a pretty fresh podcast episode. But you know what? Sometimes a tight timeline really produces 
incredible great results. Work. Yeah, great and work. it also produces controversial opinions that you go back and you go, I, sure I don't that. know if I agree with that. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? We're going to, we're going to stick our grounds. We're going to stick our landing much like a, a mm-hmm. gymnast here. Sometimes that's the biz baby. That's, that's showbiz, ma'am. That's all right. Um, and so for that, we have uh, a really special guest, a, mm-hmm. a, a guest that um, I don't is is not from Minneapolis and is oh. leaving Minneapolis here shortly. Wow, we got him! Uh, a this friend, is another guest, a friend of the pod that uh, that is a new a newer listener, but has oh. listened to many episodes um, since then. Oh, okay. So he gets the formula. He All gets right. how random and off putting we sometimes can be. Sure. Yep. And he still said yes with a, with <laughs> I'm not kidding you five hours notice. That's and that guest is that's incredible. Carl Dennis, welcome to the pod. Welcome. Thank you. I'm I'm actually really excited to be here. Usually I just sit back and observe the podcast, and now I've been asked to join. So, thank and you. On such short notice. <laughs> and so the album that we're reviewing this week, um, one of I, I I can go into it down the road, but one of my favorite artists that I've I've kind of been listening to for. I don't know, probably four plus years, is mm. the artist Sigrid. Sigrid, And yes. this is her um, sophomore album, mm. um, How to Let Go. No, yeah, How to Let Go is the name of the album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's also fun about this is on, I think it was on Saturday night, I get a text from, or I, I put out onto, on the Bopper Flop um, Instagram story. Yep. Maybe I was walking home from the bar. Who knows? Who knows? And I just ask people. I'm like, there's five albums coming out. What do we want to review? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to put it out to the people. And I'll tell you, Kurt Hattenberger, he said this is the album that he wanted us to, to review. Right. So, Kurt, you better be listening. If you're not listening, <laughs> bone to pick with you. And write a review, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> Come on. He has an Android, too, so I don't even know if he can use Apple Podcasts. He's going to have to oh. do the five stars on Spotify, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm sure there's a way you could hack it, maybe. He could use his like iTunes account and go on exactly. to like, his computer and do there it. Kurt, if you're listening... <laughs> no excuses. No excuses. Leave a review. Mm-hmm. Now, Carl, tell me, what's your background with Sigrid? Are you a huge fan? Are you a first-time first time fan? I I would say a first time. So I I use Spotify though I am an iPhone user. Yeah. But uh, you know in Spotify (laughs) Shuffle, she came on the song Mirror came on and I really enjoyed it because I was working out and it was a good bop to listen to. Yeah. But I never followed up with her, Mm -hmm. so she Mm -hmm. just got lost in quite literally the shuffle, (laughs) and I and I just never went back. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That can happen. That can happen. And there's so much coming out these days. You know, if you're not following up right away. What I will, what I'll tell you though, Carl, is if you go back and listen to her um, debut album, and more specifically, I think she has an EP. High mm-hmm. Five, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. when I heard that the first time, I did, just didn't uh, follow up with her. Right. <sighs> yeah. So she she puts out some some pretty stellar bops, some pretty I would say even intense bops. Intense. Um, but Simon, what about you? Are you familiar? I'm. A- Probably around the same as Carl. I've heard a few songs here and there. The ones I like, I really like, and then I forget to follow up. It's the, the same story. It's the same story, it's different day. Different well, this day. is this has now been your chance to to give her a shot. That's right. Um, I'll tell you, my experience with her came from listening. She she popped up with a song. Um, what is it called? 
don't feel like crying? Is that what it's called? No, no. What's what's her like biggest? I, this is this is sad. Why do I? Not, I can't think right now. I thought you were a fan. What happened? Don't kill my vibe. <laughs> That's right. She has a song called "Don't Kill My Vibe," which she did with Griffin, and that came on like one of my workout playlists that I was listening to, and I was like, "Damn, she's good." Mm-hmm. And so then, like a lot of times, when I find an artist that I like, like a song from, I will add the song, but then I'll also like see at the bottom of of Apple Music probably similar to Spotify. It'll say like show complete album. Mm-hmm. You can click on that and I'll usually add the whole album because I'm like, I'm an album listener. I don't like to listen to songs. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did that with her and started kind of following following what she was doing and I have to say I've been a fan ever since. Um, I remember she finally came to uh, Minneapolis uh, and performed at Fine Line and I had, I'm not kidding you, this is like pre-COVID, mm-hmm. but I had a fever and I was like, I can't miss this show. So I went there with a fever and I was mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't be here. And I honestly don't I honestly don't remember too much of the show because I was like in a fever dream. A little bit like very sick. Now would would 2022 Aaron go to that concert? No. Uh, no. Okay. We've learned a thing or two. We've learned a thing or two. Um, definitely would get tested yeah. for COVID. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, I don't know about y'all. Do, y- do y'all get seasonal allergies? Oh, yeah. Yes. They've started. As of three yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah, it's been newer for me, too, but, like, Horrible. literally every fucking, especially spring, but yep. sometimes fall, it takes about, like, a month, a month and a half, where I have, like, pretty much a cough and, like, congestion. Yes. I'm a Zyrtec slut. Every morning. Zyrtec D, I take also. Zyrtec. Yep. And mm-hmm. in, in emergencies, I take Benadryl, but that knocks me out. Yeah. There you go. And so, like... I, the last month and a half has been, is it COVID or is it allergies? <laughs> God. Now that's a whole story, by the way, that's a whole podcast episode really of the journey to find the, um, the anti-allergy medicine that works for you. I, so it really is. Yeah. It's very frustrating because it's yeah. not cheap at all. They aren't. They're expensive. Are and, they? Yes. Yeah. And there's eight different kinds, and allegedly not all of them work for everyone. So I had to try, you know, my Allegra's, my uh, Claritin. my Claritins. You know, I tried that probably four or five before I found Zyrtec. I use Zyrtec, and now I'm wondering if it's the right one for me. I mean, like, <sighs> I take it every fucking day. Like, You're welcome. And then I accidentally keep ordering more because I keep <laughs> thinking that I re- I'm running out. And so, like, I'm not... I'm not kidding you. I don't think I need to buy any allergy meds until 2025 at least. <laughs> okay. Well, I might come to your place. There you go. Honestly, you know what? As like a, a parting gift, you could probably just have one of my like bottles of it. That's, like, that's a good you. swag. Because <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but like this is, I think we all fall, fall victim to this, the, the free shipping cutoff. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. And the amount of times that I'm like, what else do I need? What else right. do I need? I'm looking mm-hmm. to just like, I'm the lazy person that will ship my like Honey Nut Cheerios from Target, <laughs> and I'll just like add like a random candle, or I'll add, yeah, and like sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm getting close to the end of my my allergy meds. Maybe I'll order some of that. Yeah. No. No. Well, Aaron, if you ever need more, just a few dollars added to your Target, just call me and I'll get a meal. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm I'm getting better about it. I'm like starting to be like you know what, maybe I can just wait on something sometimes, yeah. or mm-hmm. I can just go to the store it's and tough. buy it there. It's tough. As someone with no car, you kind of, you really do have it's to like, struggle. you yeah. got to choose what you're going to ship and what you're going to like go to the store to get. It's yeah. Shipped is at my door at least twice a week. 
Really? Yeah. I. That's the, luxury. The thing I don't like about shipped is they say it's free delivery, but one, you have to have an order in, and two, you also like end up tipping, and so. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Well, you're you supposed to. to. You, have, you do tip. Yes, you do tip. Yeah. But sometimes I have had some really shitty shoppers. Oh. After oh, I've been quite God. explicit and clear. Oh. I'm, I, th- I think, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but Manny, yeah. Manny does shipped. He does, yeah. <laughs> occasionally. And, and we've talked about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, sometimes I'll try and knock out three orders at once. Right. And so, like, he is the, he is the ship shopper that makes it so, like, your ice cream arrives pre-melted for you. The number of times I've had someone else's item in my bag, oh. and they probably got mine. God. It's frustrating. Oh it, it's not a perfect system. No. Right. But use promo code BOPPERFLOP for a great deal <laughs> on a membership. It might work. <laughs> Give it a go. Also, um, friend of the pod, Just Minneapolis, did you see that they, they posted wow. one of our stories? They said... Gotta check out this podcast. Wow. Women supporting women. You'd love to see it. You you, you gotta support. You gotta, you support, gotta support local. Support. You gotta support mm-hmm. drag. That's right. Things you gotta support. Your local pod. Your local pod. That's right. Your local pod. Mm-hmm. Or your international pod for the Philippine listeners. That's oh. right. That's we, right. We're, <laughs> we're huge in the Philippines. We're, 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 the, on, we're on the charts in the Philippines. We're on the music commentary charts in the Philippines. So. Which is a pretty big, pretty big thing pretty to say. Pretty big deal. Um, Shout out. So I do have a lot more to say about Sigrid and about her style, but I think it's going to come up a lot in when we talk about the album. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into the album. Let's we'll just get into it. I, I'm, I'm curious of two things, but the mm-hmm. first thing I want to ask is how, for the listeners as we're talking about this, how many times have we all listened to this album? Oh, we're going to talk about that. I think it's, I think it's important <laughs> that we lay that down okay. as we, we go through this because I think it does okay. probably manifest itself into what we think. Sure. Um, okay, I'll say it. I listened, I had time to listen to this album about three and a quarter times. Three and a quarter times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that, that feels like a good, solid number. It doesn't feel great. There's been worse. Was it what there has there definitely has been worse. Yeah. Um, Carl, what about you? I, I walk us through. Yeah. I would say one and a quarter. Granted, I did not plan to listen to this album at all today. No. <laughs> you so, were you were a so, last. Uh, <laughs> so I am I am proud of that achievement, but I took copious notes and so ready to that, to give my unvarnished unbiased for, opinion. For those that were um that we're just listening to, I think earlier, he only like, I think we, we solidified that it was going to, we moved it from yet tomorrow to today. Yeah. So Tuesday mm-hmm. to Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we asked him to be on the, the pod at like noon today. <laughs> so we were recording at seven thirty. Yeah. The good news is, is that, um, I asked Carl to be on the pod and he starts to text me his thoughts on the album. <laughs> and I have to go, no, 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 I don't want to know about your thoughts on that's the album. Right. That's for the pod. Yeah. And that's, he, that's when you say, save it for the pod. Save it for the Those pod. famous words. And I, I'm not kidding you. I'm looking at his, his, his book right here, and he has copious notes. There's a lot. About the different songs. I would say the notes count for about four listens. At least four listens. At least. I don't like, there yeah. are songs where I'm still like, I'm not 100% sure what that song's about. <laughs> As with, with the notes. <laughs> Likewise. With the notes, I think you can, you sometimes get little nuggets to pull out and Absolutely. go like, yes, I can relate to that. Absolutely. 
Um, so what I will say is this this album, in a lot of ways, um, feels like it's a long time coming. Sigrid's been putting out songs from this album for probably over a year now. Quite a bit. Quite a Quite long a while. while. It's been a long tale, um, but it's finally released. And I, what, one thing I am appreciative about it is, although she has released songs, it's there's still plenty of new songs on the album. It's yes. I think three songs she released ahead of time, okay. and the rest of the album's all is all new. So you're going in with that that perspective of these are all going to be new songs. Um, what did you guys think of the themes of the album? Did you catch on to any kind of like? what she was trying to go for. The biggest, I think most obvious theme to me was just empowerment and sort of uh, self-realization, self-actualization of who she is and what she wants. Absolutely. I think that's, I mean, that's probably the right, the right kind of phrasing for it too. Mm -hmm. It, it does kind of remind me of solar power in terms of the theme, but in terms of the, musicality of it the the approach for it it's i feel like it's a lot more different Mm -hmm. because it it almost i feel like solar power was uh, an album that was very introspective right and this album feels like she's almost telling herself like telling verbalizing to her and to others it's more of like this is how like these are the the rules of the road a little bit right yes Yes, you gotta have the highs to have, uh, or the. <laughs> let's try that one again. You gotta have the lows to have the highs. Can you imagine? You gotta have the have the highs and have the lows. Who would say that? No one would say that. I sometimes think, lows are followed by big highs, so it can work. There you go. And sometimes highs are followed by big lows, especially <laughs> if you're doing drugs. That's true, <laughs> and that's why you stay away. You stay away from drugs in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, what I so one of the things about Sigrid that I think really stood out to me in this album. I ended up watching two different interviews um, that she did with like radio press, like kind of just very, those generic, like, how are you feeling today? <laughs> yeah. And they, they both were weirdly from Montreal. So oh, I don't know okay. why her only Skype interviews were in Montreal, but <laughs> <Okay>. whatever. <laughs> They're probably big fans. We take it. We take it. Um, and one of the things that I, I, I realized when I saw her in concert was she she's someone that will, she wants to put on a show. Like, I think if there's an artist, there's, there's artists that, um, some artists really care about and want to make music. They want to, like, really craft the perfect song and they get so interested in kind of, like, how to turn these meanings all together and whether it's the melody, whatever else. Mm-hmm. I think Sigrid is an artist that truly wants to be performing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I saw her in concert she like this is how how bad it is because she wants people to like she wants the big songs that like are gonna get people up and like jumping and stuff sure. mm-hmm. she would like she was the type of person that like threatens people I need you to jump more oh my god it okay. was like it was like a right. yelling at us kind of aggressiveness wow it sounds a little frightening interesting honest and how that ties into uh um, rather lord tell me be quiet <laughs> honestly <laughs> that is pretty iconic <laughs> it ties into i remember there's i think there was um apple music had little sl- like blurbs about each of the songs on it mm-hmm. or some of the songs and there was a ballad um that she writes on it well you gotta have some ballads on the album <laughs> i saw that and, and you know what 
I would say for the quality of the ballads on this album, pretty accurate. <laughs> I well, the thing is, is like, I appreciate a good Sigrid ballad. Yeah. She mm-hmm. she has a um, God. I wish I had it on top of my head, but like, she has a song that is a, a single that she released. Um, Producer PJ is looking right now. What is that? Thank you, PJ. The song is um, "Home to You." It okay. is. A beautiful ballad. This album? No, not no. this album. Okay, not this album. But like she puts on some really, really good good ballads. Mm-hmm. And I would say that like give it some more listen, Simon. Okay, I think there are okay. some some ballads. the ballads actually have I, I think there are some good ballads on this album. Okay. Once you get to like the meaning of it. Sure. The sound of it, you're like looking for the amp, but <laughs> Yeah. You know? A little bit. Yeah. That's fair. Did we enjoy the flow of the album, like the ups and the downs? Wow, who wants to dive in? <laughs> I think I enjoyed the fact that this album started off, I think, strong, and it stayed there a little bit, mm-hmm. and then a little wobbly in the middle, but and, and it finishes it finishes <laughs> a on a, a it finishes wobbly. on a nice touch, I think. That's right. You know, I really liked the intro song. I thought it kind yeah. of set us up for, like, it was exciting, and I I felt like I have a good idea of what this album is going to be, just based on the first song. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know that, so um, one of the things she said in um, some of her interviews, and even just when she was uh, releasing the single, was that it's get, or It Gets Dark was um, the first song she wrote for the album and she wanted that to be kind of the the sun that the rest of the songs all um kind of orbited around in terms of that was the the feeling of what the album was going to be like and i think that she kind of landed it um this album really to me feels like it's it still kind of comes from that place of covid a little bit where there's a little bit of isolation yes Mm -hmm. It comes from a place of um, lessons learned and whether it's um, heartbreak, breaking hearts, or even just um, kind of acknowledging that like you got to take the bad and the good to have like a good life and to kind of continue forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciated that I think thematically, the songs all kind of landed that plane. Sure. I am a bit curious as to how many of the songs she was like truly the writer for. Mm. Um, That's a good observation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I know that the song, uh, what is it, like the uh, Bad Day? Bad Life. Bad Bad Life. Bad Life, yeah. Bad Life um, with Bring Me to the Horizon. they actually are the ones that sent it to her. They sent her a demo and then she just tweaked some lyrics. She changed the melody and then she brought them into the studio to like work together on it. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that it's one of those types of situations for a lot of it, but I also do know that I think her earlier stuff that she put out was a, a lot of her. Mm-hmm. So I think she has the talents, but I think because she just enjoys so much of the performing aspect of it, I, I do wonder how much she was participating. Mm. Um, I'm actually curious enough to just do a quick Wikipedia on, mm. on this, mm. but um, 
So the the song the the album started uh, at a high note, and then it, you were yeah. mentioning it kind of went uh, in the middle. What? A little wobbly metal, I believe. You said. Do you, you kind of know what that 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 pinpoint was? I want to say it starts with dancer. Yeah. It it gets its footing again, but it starts with dancer for a little bit. I think to me, I think it's last to know. Because you have okay. mirror that's like looking in the mirror, and then it's like I'm burning, burning, national. No. It's a interesting transition. Burn it, burn it, burn it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That was beautiful, by the way, Aaron. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do have a question. Speaking of mirror, so I was thinking about this a little bit. You know how with COVID and things, a lot of artists were delaying albums, but maybe they're putting out songs over like a really long stretch of time. Do you think by doing that, it's making those singles less momentous when you hear them on the album? Yeah, because you've heard it, it's lost its shine a little bit. Yeah. And you almost just want to skip it because you've heard it so much. Right. And it just has so much time to marinate when it's, when it comes out like a year or so. God, some people, I feel like it was almost two years you heard the song. And I was like, ugh, we're using this on the album? <laughs> 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 ay, ay, ay. I, w- I would say, I would say that um, this album probably was recorded near the, the back half of COVID. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. kind of meant for the experience that she gained during COVID. Right, right. During the time when we, we had that little chat there, I did look. She's credited as a songwriter on all of the songs. Okay. Um, and I do think that she probably did a lot of participation on a good mm-hmm. chunk of them, but yeah. I think it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Not without influence of sure. others. Right. With influence of others, writing with people, which I, I don't think is a bad thing at all. Right. But one thing she also was like very much talking about in these interviews was like, I am so excited to get back on the road and perform these songs and perform the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I think that these, the, the, these songs are going to add to her discography of songs that are going to be great to perform live. Like some of these songs are just going to be so fun and so energizing mm-hmm. and she's going to beat us over the face and tell us to like, right. dance harder, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> which if you, if you, if you've like, if, if you've seen what she looks like, she's like a shorter, like Norwegian <laughs> like girl like she looks young she wears like very plain clothes plain <laughs> very like, unassuming yeah. unassuming and then she just comes at you and she just tells you to dance harder yeah which yeah. is just it's just kind of fun um yeah i got i got that as a theme and i also i really did enjoy the one um what is it called like um what do you collaborate collaboration yeah mm-hmm, that's the word which the story with that is and i've not listened to bring me to the horizon or whatever their, their name is mm-hmm. before but everyone was like how the hell are these two doing something together i guess because i guess bring me to the horizon is very emo punk oh like emo punk pop yeah okay and so they were able to make it work and i would say that it's like i think it's a cute song but yeah. um yeah overall the the album in the few times I've listened to it, which is probably like 10. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah I had things to, I, I, yeah, yeah, I listened to all the different things we had to review this week a couple times, but. <laughs> wow, yeah. you're putting in the work. I tried, I tried. I don't know what I would, based on, I think, 
Carl, to your point of the wobbliness, I think there is some wobbliness in this, and I think mm-hmm. that's where like I have a tough time giving this a bop mm-hmm. of an album. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can. I think I have to flop it. Really? Mm-hmm. At least for now, okay. because it has enough parts and pieces that don't work for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Better or worse for you guys than the EP? Well, Carl, I don't know if you've listened to the EP. I, I didn't know. Oh, no. It's, it's distant third. Not distant third. It is, oh, it is, okay. it is approaching third. Third and then EP and then her, um, her first, first album. Her first album. Okay. Her first album's like actually really good. Mm-hmm. It just misses like one or two songs that you don't get from the EP. Gotcha. Okay. Like that she only took two songs from the EP and threw it on the album. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, flat for me mm-hmm. with some good songs before we ask Carl the question of if he, if he thinks the album is a bop or a flop, I'd love to know from you, Carl, what is, what is the way that you digest music? Yeah. Are you someone that listens to playlists? Do you seek out, do you have artists that you seek out their albums? Are you someone that listens to albums? What's your way of mm-hmm. digesting music? That is a great question. And I was actually thinking about that a little bit when I said I listened to her song, but I never followed up with her. Mm-hmm. Whereas you listened to her music and did follow up. I questioned myself, why didn't I follow up? Like what was missing yeah. that didn't pull me in more? Right. And I thought about when I really love an artist, like Florence, you know, like I, right. I stay on her socials to see when she's releasing new music because right, I love... Right. First and foremost, how it sounds. I know within a couple seconds if I'm going to continue listening to something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like for example, Florence's lyrics are just so beautiful and they have such right. a great story. And mm-hmm. usually that's where I'm really captured with an artist is right. when their lyrics uh, can sometimes relate back to songs that they've released before. Like uh, Bon Iver can do that oh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So right. I love that through line and the lyrics that really bring you in. So that's, that's what does it for me a lot. So, so would you say that you, it sounds like you follow your artists and you go out of your way to make sure you listen to their work, but outside right. of the artists, you mainly listen to playlists as your music discovery? Not too much. Usually I will create a playlist of songs that I already know. Sometimes when I want to be adventurous and listen to something new, I'll listen to a song that I have confidence in and start a radio from that song oh, and listen to things that are sort of okay. close to that. Okay. Like that. And then what is the discovery phase? Like, how do you find a new artist that you like, is it the, do you take a song that you listen yeah. to and you're like, that was good enough. I want to dive in. Or right. So I'll, I'll take, I'll do that. Like I said, I'll take a song and start your radio from that song and I'll just let the playlist go. And if something catches my attention, I follow up on that. That's a, That's a great exercise. So, uh, sorry, Sigrid, you didn't catch the attention enough. No, That's no. Tough. That's tough. But did this album? Well, before we before <laughs> we ask that, I'd love to know what what is your definition of a bop of an album? Like, what yeah. what does it take mm-hmm. for an album yeah. to be considered a bop for you? Mm-hmm. Range, I think, no and just like answers. a range of. It's going to sound contradictory, but different sounds but an album that's cohesive at the same time, oh, which is why mm-hmm. I was a little confused about Lord's latest album at, at the start of it, but I came, I've come to love that album. Right, um, same. But just some, like 1975, I think it's a good example of that, where they have some really good ballads, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I <laughs> and they I have some really great bops that you want to get on the dance floor to uh, at the same time. 
I think the sound by the 1975 amazing is my favorite song by them. But also, like, when that, that song comes out, I think, like, I could be in the shittiest mood, mm-hmm. and it's an immediate me- mood pleaser. Mm-hmm. It just, like, brings you up. It just gets you going. And on that same album is Somebody Else, which is, like, a slower fucking great song. <laughs> I love With that great lyrics. range. That's yeah. a really uh, interesting consideration. I like that. So with, with all those things considered, in your one listen of one point. Two, two five, five. Yeah, right, 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 listens right. of the album plus four for the notes plus four for the notes that's right where would where would you think this album kind of lands the plane for you i have here that it reminds me of a playlist at least some of the songs that you would put in like a pride playlist yeah. and listen to it in the background a little bit but it's, i could see that it's yeah. not yeah. one of those where i'm drawn to go back to it again yeah. With that being said, some of the lyrics were really good. Yeah, I, I did like some but of the But some of the lyrics were also a little repetitive in some of the other songs. Yeah. And at some point, at just one point, contradictory a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> contradictory in the same song or to a different song? To a different song. What, what were the two contradictories? So I think, um, where is it? He's, uh, he's flipping pages. He's, he's With looking through highlights. With the song Grow... Grow. It's like, how do you know when it's time to grow? I, I, you know, she's like moving, like, do I move on from yeah. this relationship? Right. Right. But in Burning Bridges, she says, uh, you know, you you cry, they don't. That's how you know. So it, it seems like, there mm-hmm. you go, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like, and I can give her... The, the benefit of doubt, but that in grow, it seems like it's a different relationship. Maybe I think like maybe I think, a better relationship that she mm-hmm. wants to hold on to. Right, right. I think I think that is likely the case. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know her relationship status or what she's really doing with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I do know that at least with burning bridges, the the song's theme was really meant to be like the the other side of breaking up. Like, sometimes you have to be the person that does the breaking up, and it's from that perspective versus mm, being right. the person that was broken up with. Yeah. Right. So I do appreciate what she's trying to do with that song. Different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you been broken up or done the breaking up, either of you? Both. You've done both? Both. Okay. I mean, like, me... I thought I, you'd be a heartbreaker. <laughs> I, I would say I probably do more heartbreaking than I do breaking oh, my heart. That checks out, I feel. Um, <laughs> but I definitely have been on both sides of the coin. Um, it's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's shitty on both. I think, I don't know. It's shitty on both sides, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about tough. you, Carl? For me, I, before I moved to Minnesota, I was in DC and currently right now, I guess I should say I'm in a heavy three in a quarter year relationship. I, I met him when I moved here. Yep. Um, when you lived right below me. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were neighbors. Um, but in D.C., I was there for uh, about seven years. But there was someone that I met, and I was thought I was mature and wise and ready, and I mm. was not, and the person got tired of waiting for me to figure that out, and <sighs> they dumped me. I, th- I, <sighs> I think I am... I'm very mature... When I'm um, not involved, 
<laughs> yeah. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I think I I think I'm pretty immature when I am involved in how sometimes I handle relationships I care about when they don't go the way that I with was thinking that they would go. Oh, right. It's hard to find that sense of calm and clear eyed understanding when you're in the storm. You know, not to call yeah. it a storm, but when you're in the middle of it. It's it's a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, that's that that is like a that's like a, a really tough thing is sometimes the 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 people you care about most you don't want to have like the the tough conversation with and yeah, so you so just, just kind of like, like right. you just kind of let it like yeah, yeah and it yeah. just ends up being like there's a way yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that like that i need to get better about that you know that's tough yeah it's tough what about you simon well i'm on my third boyfriend in life um so that's happening right now my first boyfriend, I did break up with him, and I wasn't really sorry about it. It was pretty toxic. Um, but my second boyfriend, I also did break up with him, but I was heartbroken about it. Okay. You were? Yeah. That can be both. Antonio, shout out if you're listening. Shout out. <laughs> love you. <laughs> oh, he's great. You know, he's... <laughs> You know, he didn't perform well at, well at kickball this week, but you know what? Really? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Come on, Antonio. He needs... The thing, the thing about Antonio yeah. is... Let's, let's break down his, his kickball ability right now. It, he could be one of our best players. Oh, so much potential. Literally, he can get to the ball. He can do the whole thing. He's got a boot on him. I, and he can kick the ball. He like can really business. kick the ball. Yeah. Mm. I don't... What I think he falters at is yeah. you can't assume that other people are going to get the ball. Oh. You have to take the, the wherewithal to go, <laughs> no, um, they're not going to get it. If I can get it and I know I can get it, I should get then it. I should get it. So he's got to take ownership a little mm. bit more. He's got he's to take initiative. He's very trusting. <laughs> I think it's kind of like it's, it's 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 assuming I think mm-hmm. probably like assuming that this person over here is gonna get it, okay. and the thing is is like if you like what I try and tell people is like if you know you're gonna get it and you're gonna like let that get it then like yeah. you you go get it, yeah. and then the people that aren't as good yeah. I usually kind of like maybe you don't need to always get it <laughs> call it if you're gonna try it. <laughs> Let people know, but like yeah. also know that you are being supported with some people around you that can get it. Right. So Antonio, I hope you take that kickball advice to heart. Antonio, if you're listening, I want you to just be take more initiative, take more initiative. and I trust that you're going to catch hmm. all the balls that you go after. Because I know you will. And we believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> um... We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> we were rooting for you, yes. Um, speaking of, I don't know what, why this is coming up right now, but um, have either of y'all seen any of the new SNL with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? I'm very behind on that. It has another um, another A.D. Bryant, um, those, that signs. The signs. Good. They did one for Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate them going back to it. I wish it was the same of 
more of the same than yeah. like who puts like some of these signs were, were not things that that you'd ever put up um because they're they're, they're too mother's day themed and people don't put up signs for mother's day themes yeah right. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. But it's still worthwhile and it's still funny. And like Aidy Bryant, I love her to death. Yeah. What would have worked better? Like, was there a different holiday? (laughs) I think Mother's Day is fine. It can still be like the family giving her these gifts. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be not about mom. Like, the, the themes need to work in a way that like, it's not like, Mom, this, mom, that, because you're not going to put those up on the wall. No, it has to be realistic things you're going to put up the wall. If it, yeah. if, if that was the case, they would have landed it, and it would have okay. been so funny for round two. Right. Well, <sighs> SNL, if you're listening, take that advice to heart. SNL, get come on, come on. But overall, it was like a pretty okay episode. I okay. don't know. Okay. Um. So I've given it a flop. I feel like we haven't heard from either of you two yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. You know, for me, it was. Uh, I keep thinking about what Carl said with like, what didn't bring me back? And I'm still kind of, I'm still trying to figure that out a little bit with Sigrid. There's just something that's, (laughs) there's an ingredient missing somewhere. That's kind of how I feel when I, when I listen to her music. Um, I do agree. It had issues with the journey of the album. I do think it wobbled a little here and there. It wasn't, totally strong throughout not sure if i'll go back to this one i hope you do but mostly yeah. because you have not given it enough <laughs> listens <laughs> yeah and yeah. so i want you to be able to go like do i do i sure, firmly believe sure. what i believe or was mm-hmm. it just a, mm-hmm. an issue of yeah we were rushed on this one same thing for right. you carl dep- no matter what your review ends up being we know it's coming off of a <laughs> right right fast, fast and quick right now i'd say we're leaning flop you give you gave it a flop. Yes. You gave it a flop, but we'll mm-hmm. see at the end of the year. Maybe this will be the one that we'll see switches around. You'll just have to tune in later this year. You'll have to see. I'm fifty fifty, and I know that's not an answer, so I will come down one way. I mm-hmm. I can argue both sides. I think that would be a good. Well, yeah. there is there is. You can try for the option that Manny did, which was blah, blah. <laughs> I like that. And that's why he'll never be on the he'll podcast. He'll never be on the podcast again. <laughs> I I want to give it Bob for this reason, because the music and those faster-paced songs is like fun and catchy, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can listen to it in the background without investing in it, because I, it may not have that much substance to invest in all the time, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Right. It does keep you entertained with the music. Yeah. I think I could put this album on in the background and listen to the whole thing and not be mad about it. Right. I don't think it'd be an album that I'm necessarily like looking to, to go and find myself in by any means. Right. Or an album like I I couldn't work out with this album because I tried today. (laughs) <laughs> and the slow songs really are kind of a little, a little like next, please. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still floppage for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But should we go on to the top bops? Because we know there are some. Yeah, there. Are, yeah. yeah, there are some good options in there. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I'll you go. go. You go ahead, Simon. You know, for me, um, I found that. Um, this album didn't suffer from what I talked about earlier, which was 
when artists release singles like way ahead of time and you've had as much time to marinate with it so it's not as impactful for me mirror was still my top op despite the fact that this came out a while ago let's give it a listen let's give it a listen Wakey, wakey, because that's a bop, if I've ever heard one. That song is a fun song to dance to, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's what I think Sigrid does best, is when she keeps it really fun, poppy, you know, beat forward, and it's just done so well, and the lyrics are really great. It's, it's all a, about loving yourself. It's a great message. Right. Yeah. Like I said earlier with the Pride List, I think this is a good queer self-empowerment bop that you can really just feel yourself to, for sure. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, this song is going to be on all the playlists. I think it is a great kind of, yeah, empowerment song. Um, I think it was one of her first singles, if not the first. Prairie... Hey, what, what is that dog doing? Stop licking what yourself. What are you doing? Stop licking Jesus yourself, Prairie. Jeez. Didn't Prairie go to the vet again? Always, always at oh the vet. God. Thank God this podcast can sustain us both, you know? I know. <laughs> Thank you to all our Patreon <laughs> subscribers, our OnlyFans subscribers. We put out the content for, for you, and you support Prairie in, in return. Yep, that's great. You gotta love it. <laughs> um, yeah, overall, good song. I, yes. Really great. I feel like she got the equation right on this one. It's yeah. a perfect mix of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark pop song. What about you, Carl? I think the first album in a song, or the first song in an album, mm-hmm. is real yeah. safe speaking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is really important because it sets the tone. It lets you know what this is uh, going to be about. Uh, and I think the first song in this album is, it does that job very well. Mm. The intro is just the music is, is mm-hmm. I think it's really well done. Should we listen to the intro song? Which Let's is do it. of it course gets dark. it gets dark, yes. Let's give it a listen. listened to it gets dark carl why was that your top five i think it's a really important message in that song like i've never been this far away from home she says it gets dark so i can see the stars sometimes you just really gotta push yourself and leave those comfort zones and jump off the edge of the cliff to really see how much potential you have to see where else you can go Mm. um you might tumble a little bit it might get dark but at some point you will see the stars so to speak as she says to see how great it can be how much you have inside of yourself but you don't really know that until you've pushed yourself to those limits to test out that theory Um, and I think she she really captures that which a lot of people have to go through in their life I, I agree with you I think to me the I think it took us listening to it together as it sometimes does, mm-hmm. for me to go, okay, I get it. Because I think 
at the surface, the song feels like it's about outer space and kind of just going out there. <laughs> sure, yeah. um, no gravity, can't hold me down, blah, blah, blah. But I think in essence, the 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 main message that she, she says throughout the song is it gets dark so I can see the stars. It's really saying like, it's the bad times. It's the times when things don't go your way and things get hard that help you realize all of the things that are good and all the things that could be good. Mm-hmm. Like the stars are those, the possibilities and the inventory of where you're, um, you're at right now with things. Right. So yeah. beautiful song. Yeah, I agree. I think this is like a perfect intro song for the album and, you know, listening to it on your speakers, I picked up on some like, production layering that I hadn't noticed when I was listening, you know, mm-hmm. on my headphones. And it does some, like, really psychedelic, funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, the last, like, ten seconds just sitting with it, with the with the bass guitar, what it seems like it might be, mm-hmm. uh, and just contemplating on the lyrics that you just heard is just yeah. a really good outro. Yeah, it was really right. effective, for sure. Which, mm-hmm. compared to her previous album, this album is a lot less synth and like kind of almost produced music, it's a mm. lot more band, okay. um, which is, is really interesting. And one of the things that she also mentioned in um, her Apple Music notes was that the the different, uh, she a lot of the songs are influenced by different artists that she grew up with, whether it be, um, I think that's one song was inspired by like The Killers, for example. Mm. Um, you were mentioning that it's kind of sounded like there's a little parts and pieces that felt very Miley Cyrus. Very yeah, much, especially yeah. from this song. Like, I could hear Miley sing in this song. Yeah, I think part of that is, like, the layering. It really does mirror a Miley-esque kind of sound, which yeah. I like. It was really yeah, cool. we do love. Mm-hmm. Um, that just leaves you, Aaron. That just leaves me. Yeah, what's your top up? You know, um... I think that there is a, I think there's a, a song in the album that I, w- given more listens, would probably, s- n- it would have stood out to me more and had more impact mm. impact on me. Okay. But because we don't have that time, and I'm in this moment, in this very second, is I have to do the song that has. Um, immediately grabbed me and I think not only has a, a good message but also is um, a fun one to listen to and that is Burning Bridges oh okay let's give it a listen alright let's let's give it a little a little listen listen back um yeah so burning bridges is my is my top bop um and i wanted to clarify as to the reason why it's not something else and, and it, i truly do love this song i just can't pick out there i know there's a song that also resonated with me that i just can't remember which one it was and we don't have time to go listen to the whole album so yeah i mean lo and behold here i was thinking aaron was like you know i just feel like Sonically, if I listen to the song a few more times and really process the words, I would, I it would, it would be my top up. But no, no, no. I, I just, <laughs> I, I truly like, I, I can't 
figure out which song it was that I really, really enjoyed. But yeah. I do love this one, too. And sometimes that's just how it is. And this one I really, really do enjoy, and it probably actually could rival that one, if mm-hmm. not it be the top, like, the true top bop. I just, mm-hmm. I can't say for certain because I don't know what that song was, and I didn't really cross Fair. it here. Fair. But the thing that I love about this song is, this song is truly about, um, you're in a toxic relationship whether it's a relationship uh i think even she mentions that she's like it can be a relationship like a friendship it can be any sort of kind of like connection work work. and when you're putting in so much effort into it and you're trying to create excuses as to why you're you're a part of it it you keep doing it and you keep on kind of burying yourself deeper into that relationship and this song is very much it talks about those moments, but it also talks about how freeing it can be when you finally have that realization with yourself that like almost it's, it's, it's future, future tense of, I think that the breakup sometimes can be really tough or like the breaking it off and that whatever it ends up being. Mm -hmm. But once you get past that point, once you get past the point of like the initial hurt, it ends up being really, um, kind of empowering in the song is empowering from that of like I'm better off now than I was because I was able to say I burned this bridge that was no longer serving me or I was putting in too much effort into something that I wasn't getting anything out of mm-hmm. um, and I really I, so I really appreciate um, that theme because it's something that I feel like is one of the life lessons I feel like I've learned in the last year mm-hmm. has been like you give, you, you got to give I mean, people where they're at with what they're giving you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a tough lesson to learn, but I think once you kind of realize it and you're able to kind of use that to help you guide, like what you put into friendships, you stop mm-hmm. getting hurt as much as you, Yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah I, I think that's totally like, it is very freeing, I think, too, once you realize, like, oh, it's not a bad thing if I'm, like, this is, like, a, a person who I enjoy chatting with on Instagram and, like, don't need to hang out with them all the time. Right. You know? Or, like, just, yeah, exactly, like, what defining, almost having the self-realization with yourself of, like, this is what the friendship is or yeah. this is what the relationship is or this yeah. is what I'm getting out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think having that realization with yourself is something that... It, hopefully will help you be able to be a better friend to the, to everyone. Cause mm-hmm. you're able to kind of not be lying about this is how much I want to be, um, hanging out with you or this is what we are as friends. It's like, right. You know, it, yeah. it starts with the self, right. And you've yeah. got to, like RuPaul says, if you can't love yeah. yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? But it's, like, it, it's very true, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to have respect and love and care for yourself. And then you can give that to other right. people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why Burning Bridges, I did really resonate with the song. I really Mm -hmm. did like think it had a a good message that I haven't heard as much of. I've heard a lot of, of of songs go into um, the breaking up or like, I'm so sorry, but not as many about the empowerment that you can sometimes feel when you're Mm -hmm. able to self-actualize about, I have to do what's right for me. Yeah. Right. 
a good level of selfishness. Right, right. I think if I had, like, one critique for this song, it would be that, um, like, you know, some songs are just a lot more nuanced in relaying the message that they want to provide, and this one is very, like... Hits you over the head. Hits you over the head. Like this is what I'm saying. And <laughs> I think a lot. Yeah. I think of a lot of her songs. I think this whole Dude. album was like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I I thought there were at least a couple songs that were just a little more. You know, had a little more finesse in in the way they went about saying what they wanted to say. But I mean, even yeah. it gets dark. Took me until today to realize well, it's not like. <laughs> outer space it's about like you're (laughs) on earth a little bit looking up at the stars sure right there you go you know but you learn a little learn learn a little each time um happy to be here to help you figure that out thank you that's all right Mm -hmm. on to the biggest flops yeah this is a tough one this is a toughie but I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. I'll, what was it? You know what? We'll Set do a little snake right. rotation right here. Set is right. there's uh, a song that it just on the surface level candy like pop candy. Yeah. It has a good beat and it's fun to to like listen to. Mm-hmm. But it just like the message isn't for me. Like okay. it's it's, it's okay. not what it is. And that song for me is uh, a driver in the dark. <laughs> and the reason being is the song is is literally about the experience of um, when you're stuck on the highway late at night and someone's driving you around and you're listening to the radio and a song comes on and you just love that song and you tell the driver, hey, can you turn that up, please? <laughs> and then you and the driver... Somehow both really enjoy the song together. Wow. <laughs> to me, I was like, that's, that's a little assumptive that the driver likes the song. Sure, yeah. But two, I don't know about y'all, but when I'm in an Uber or a Lyft, if I can help it, I don't I want don't there s- to be conversation. I don't say shit. I say hello. Yeah. I'm good. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, question. What's your guy's Uber rating? <laughs> <laughs> I meant I'm Uber and Uber or Lyft. Both, either or. Mm. I'm yeah. I'm high. I'm above four point five on both. I think I'm four okay. four point seven or four point eight on Lyft. Lyft okay. is Lyft is my more active one, so I'm just gonna go off that one. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I use if I if I could have a preference. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, no <laughs> fucking way! What? I have a five star rating on Lyft. On Lyft, I have a five star rating. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they're padding the numbers a little. Over 150 ratings of five stars. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, 374 rides, 7.4 years. All right. Okay. All right. What about what about y'all? I guess um, <laughs> I'm gonna guess I so, have you beat, but for me, for Uber, um, is Uber uh, your main one? Uber tends to be the main one. Uh, it's a 4.6. Oh, okay. I not will bad, say that bad. I've given mm-hmm. Lyft rights to other people. Maybe they brought my score down. I know that I'm not a talker, and maybe I know that I've had some talkers, and I <sighs> did not always engage. But I will say with Lyft, I have a five star rating, 319 rides. I will say, okay. I think Lyft All is, right. in, I think I think Lyft is inflated on. because even if I want to give a driver four stars, I have to find a reason that is not always the reason that I'm giving this person four stars. So you can't exit out of it. 
So I end up just saying, fuck it and give them five stars. Mm. You can just exit out without giving them a rating. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can just, you can exit out of it. You just hit the X button. Oh, well, okay. there you go. Well, yeah. We, uh, Learned something new today. I I don't give a lot of ratings. Really? Uh, I don't know why, but I feel like I have to. I feel every like there's time. a gun to my head every time I see it. I'm I'm also the type of person that really will not leave any like unless I have something nice to say. I don't say anything at all from like a. A perspective of, of, unless it's truly that bad. Right. Like, because I know that a lot of these people, a uh, negative star rating can get you a lot less business or can like right. impact, like Uber can sometimes contact you and be like, fuck yeah. you. So yeah. like you have oh to, my gosh. you gotta, you gotta choose which ones you, which, which battle you want to fight. Yeah. Right. I was curious just because I also am not a talker in Uber and I do wonder if that affects my rating because I think I'm a superb passenger and I have a 4.73. I'm like, okay, well, fuck okay. you guys. On Uber? Is Uber, yeah. your, is Uber your main one? I would I, say so. I don't yeah. understand when Uber became Cheers, right? Like, this, I, I don't, this isn't a bar. Yeah. I don't have to talk to you. We're I, just, this is a business. <laughs> We're just yes, getting me from A to B. Thank you. Okay, so I, I, will... I don't always, I don't always want to talk. On Uber, I'm a 4.74, so even on Uber, I'm higher than Oh, my God. <laughs> but what I, would, what I would say is, yes, you're right, that it is a, at its core, it's a place to get from point A to point B. What I would say, though, is a lot of, I will, I will end up engaging in conversation mm-hmm. with the drivers because I know, like, a lot, it depends on who the driver is. Yeah. If they want to have conversation, I will have conversation with them because I know that a lot of them, they're retired. A lot of them are retired and they're doing it for, oh, for Jesus. the conversation. And, or like I had one person that was like, yeah, my, uh, my mom passed away and I just, I always, I hop on Lyft whenever I like need to like mm. not think about that because there's, there's something to be said about like having something to do versus wallowing in your thoughts. Right. Mama, it's called therapy. But you can, there is one hour. You're not like, paying me. <laughs> and, and it's, but it, it, and it, apparently they're not giving me five stars either. They're not talking oh. about their mom. They just want, they want right. something to distract them from right. feeling lonely in their feelings, which one hour therapy is not going to do. Well, maybe I'm on right. the wrong side of things here. There's a nice human element to it. You know, maybe that, it, that the old school taxi driver didn't have with their passenger. Mm. And right. I, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. And you can kind of tell who made the transition from being a taxi driver to being an Uber driver because yeah. they're the ones that usually are like on the phone during the Lyft ride and you're over there like... <laughs> I, I honestly like kind of think that's iconic. I don't I, know. I think it's awful, but I'm like, okay. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. Get me to point A to point B. That's what we... This agreement True, for. true. But, you know, I wonder if it's a unique American experience because I was abroad and the Uber drivers didn't say anything. Interesting. Not mm. a word. Interesting. That sounds divine. <laughs> I, it's those types of things that you wish you could put into your settings. And you I can. wish you can select if you want a quiet what? ride. On places. Uber? I think both. Oh. You might have to pay a little extra though. Yeah, you might. It might be like a, 
not just the, the regular feature, but it, it's a good way to match. Because I think that there are the drivers that don't want to talk, and there also are So the... they're holding me hostage for, th- <laughs> like, three extra dollars do you... if I don't want them to fucking talk do, to me. Do you know what is the place I don't ever want to have conversation? A bathroom. No, no. Oh? Grocery store. That, too. Fucking getting my hair done. Mm. Which I don't have to do anymore. Like, I don't <laughs> really do anymore, but, like... That's why you went that route. <laughs> yeah. I shaved my head, not for balding reasons. That's right. But because I hate talking to hairdressers. Sometimes. <laughs> Literally, like, that is... I think that is my least favorite place to talk to people because that I feel trapped. True. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm, like... I just, this is my moment to like have a breathing space for myself. Yeah. I think that's a nice thing about having gone to the same person for like four years is sometimes there is legitimately things for us to talk about. And then sometimes I just sit there and it's fine. Yeah. I actually, a couple months ago, left the barber that I had when I first moved to Minneapolis. uh, And I transitioned to someone, it is, and you just, you just really ghost them and you don't say anything. It's so true. Same with um, therapists. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the one I have now, we have that perfect balance of getting to know each other, a little conversation, and then he does his work. And, okay. I, and yeah. I love that mutual understanding. That's yeah. perfect. I agree. That's it. And I did just look up my lift rating, and um, considering how inflated they are, I'm a 4.9, which probably is like a 4.6 on Uber or something. So, all right, I guess Uber, I'll take my Uber and Lyft drivers <laughs> hate Simon. But I will say that like one of my least favorite things is when people in my car, that I'm that I'm the person that did the lift. Mm-hmm. When they're obnoxious or they say something stupid, I'm like, no. And you know what else? You know what else? Sorry to keep on the subject. No, I love this. I really, like, I don't like when someone thinks they have the audacity to go, hey, can I play music? To the lift (laughs) lift driver. I'm like, we're in the car for 10 minutes. You do not need to play a song. We do not need to go through this hassle and hustle bustle. They they are having to deal with us being annoying in their backseat. Yeah, the least right. we can let them do is have the, their music be the same. I mean, if they if they go, oh, what do you guys want to listen to? Great, great. Look, but if they're not asking, you don't. This is another. We've talked about this on the pod before. Yet another consequence of tip culture is we have drivers now who are like, I have eight different types of chargers in the car. Um, I, oh, I I have a hand candy, sanitizer, candy, water. mints, yeah. water for you, and it's like, oh my god, this it's is... It's the damn bathroom culture. They, you know the bathrooms? Yeah. With the colognes, oh, and they have the tip thing. Don't get started on a bathroom attendant. Give, 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 let me pull my own paper towels from the dispenser, thank you. I don't, I don't need you to do that for me. I don't need you to hand me a towel and make me feel bad that I'm not giving you a dollar. Uh, but I will say there have been times where like I am truly craving a little treat and I'll go in there and I'll go, I got five, I'll then me five bucks. Can I take a couple things? Incredible. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's, it, there are, it has I'll been. I'll you five bucks. It, it has do come they, in handy. Do they do it? We did it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I got, I got some blow pops. Which, by yeah. the way, I think out of inventions is one of the worst. A blow pop. The blow pop where it's like a, it's like a sucker and then it turns into gum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that part sucks. <laughs> They're both not ideal. Yes. The, the... Have you ever cut your tongue on a blow pop? Absolutely. That is oh, absolutely oh, yeah. Bad. There's got to be some nicotine in there or something. <laughs> I don't even know. But then the gum, it gets hard very quick. Yeah. It's... And it's no flavor. It has like... 
They literally put all the flavor on the outside. There's no flavor in the gum. Yeah. It's one God. of the least uh, pleasurable oral and then you're And then, like, <laughs> at, at the show or at the concert or wherever you're at, you're like, what am I going to do with this gum? With this gum. I mean, if I swallow it, it'll be in my body for seven years, or at least that's what they say. They say that. They do say that. I don't think it's true, but... I don't think it's true either. No. Um, that's enough about Driver <laughs> in the Dark. Is that what it's yeah. called? Is that no, what it's, it's called? Driver... A driver driver saves saves my... <laughs> like glad, glad we verified that. <laughs> that's kind of like, that's not the DJ save my life, which is a great song. Which, that great is song. a great song. That is a great song. That, let's play that one. Instead. And much more likely. Way more likely. Than yeah. a driver. What about y'all? What are your biggest flops? You know, I, I would agree with, with that one. Um, mm. It's a tough one. Here's the thing. It's a tough one. On Reddit, I was looking up like, so on uh, pop heads, they they post albums and they like review them and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh my god, that song is such a bop. And I was like, who who are you, pop heads? <laughs> who are you, people? Move aside. Well, they're not. Yeah. They're not music critics like us. They're not bop heads. Bop. Ooh. Mm. Is that what we should call our listeners? our leaders? Yeah. Bop heads. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. I Maybe think we, we just like really. That came on I think something you know today. year three and we're finally starting to land some things yeah <laughs> things are coming together sometimes it takes a while hey Bob Bob heads if you're listening give us five stars nice I like it yeah what about you Simon? I smell new merch um for me um that was also a contender but I went with last to know um which is right after mirror terrible terrible song Ter- um I don't think it would have been terrible on its own or somewhere else. I it disagree is, with that. <laughs> I think it's, te- I, it wouldn't be as terrible. Mm. Mm. See, I'm quite particular with ballads. Um, I'm very, very, I'm much more likely to be highly critical on a ballad than I am just any other pop song. Mm. Cause I feel like if you're going to make me listen to a ballad, like you've really got to bring it on the vocals. You've got to make right. me feel something. There right. truly is nothing worse on a pop album than a boring ballad and this was all across the board across the board kind of terrible boring bad terrible and i did maybe you guys can help me understand this but Mm -hmm. why the lyrics just like why does she want that person to be the last to know again couldn't tell you couldn't tell you (laughs) (laughs) haven't i i honestly have not i i didn't like plug into this the lyrics of this song as much okay um That'd be a great question, though, for me to digest, and I would love to. I think I think it was another one besides like weird moments like that that really kind of hit you with the ham, the lyric hammer, mm. little ham ham. Yeah, that's right. Well, we officially did most of our episode, but we still have single obsession. That's right. Anyone want to go? I'll go. Um, actually, no, I won't because I forgot what it was. So I need someone else. You know what? I have mine ready, ready, <laughs> prepared. Go for it. No one dies from love. Ah, uh, Tovalo. 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 Which I think at this point I, I'm realizing between um what was her uh Euphoria song? How long? How long? How long? Oh, and then that. this. Yep. She's she's bound to be releasing an album soon. Absolutely. No more listening to any Chovalo new stuff for me. Good call. Because I need to keep it fresh so when I listen to the album. Mm. I'm doing this for all of our new Bop Heads. Bop Heads. Right. New and returning. Suffering right here for you. That's right. 
you know, and that's a good point. I think I'm done listening to Tovalo for a little too. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Simon? Um, well, uh, you know, as I was in Dallas this weekend, there was a little debauchery here and there. Um, my theme song... The ch- at the charity event? At the charity <laughs> event. That's right. You wouldn't expect debauchery and charity to go along with each other, but in this case it did. Did you get like auction off each other? Like what was... How, how did you raise money? Um, you'll have to tune into the OnlyFans <laughs> for that one. Um, but my... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, you literally bought tickets to parties. Oh, that and, was it. And that, that was, was it. it. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. it. All right. Um, but my my theme for the weekend was XXX by Kim Petras off of the EP Slut Pop. Oh, Slut Pop, I think, is starting to find its way back into my ear. Right. It it came and went so fast, which is funny because I loved it so much. Yeah. But it's a fifteen minute album, and we kind of stopped talking about it just as fast. Mm-hmm. It's it sizzled. Yeah. Very quickly. But, but you're right, it is coming back. And I will say that, like, song or two, throwing them onto something is great. Oh, mm-hmm. You know? So good. Like, I think just, we we heard a couple of Slut Pop songs at Slut yeah. on Saturday, and we were dancing. We loved. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think it's coming back because summer's coming? It's getting hot out here? I think I think it's just more of the album is now being dissected into what are the songs that we want to listen to at the bar. You know, like it's, yeah. we don't need to listen to the <laughs> we're, whereas we were listening to the 16 minute album over and over and over again and yeah. we were like this is getting repetitive. Right. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Carl, what is your single obsession of the week? Do you guys know the band The XX? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful band. And Oliver Sim, I think his name is, has a song called Fruit. And it's really inspirational because it's watching the music video helps you understand and digest the song more. But Mm -hmm. the music video, he's asked, like he's on a TV show, uh, if you could talk to your younger self, what would you say? And then he goes into, yeah, yeah, then he goes into the song. And I won't ruin it for folks, but it's, it's beautiful. And I think a lot of queer people wish that they could have the experience that is expressed in the song and in the music video. I love that. Question to you about the band. VXX. I have always wondered if they have wanted to be called The Kisses. Hmm. Because X is kiss and that O is hug. Yeah. Right. XOXO. And it's this XX. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? I, I do not know. I don't I, know. I'll, I'll look for an interview or something and figure it out because they might, I feel like they might go by the kisses. Okay. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. You will have to I've been to in. a concert and they didn't say the kisses. Oh. Um. Oh, well, then you're right. Then, I, <laughs> then you're right. Okay. Um, that, well, we, we that one. <laughs> yeah. But, but Fruit is, is a great song about self-acceptance and, and just embracing who you are. I, I, I want to listen. I want to listen. Mm. Um, well, Carl, thank you so much for being on the pod this week. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah, such um, a trooper. Coming in. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in with perspective, too. Hell yeah. The, that, that one lesson really did you justice. I don't think we could have <laughs> done better for such a tight timeline, to be no, honest uh-uh. with you. We, we kind of crushed it. We kind of crushed it. <laughs> crushed it. High fives to us. Yeah, great job, everyone. <laughs> Carl, um, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, where can people find you if you want them to? <laughs> um, I suppose you can find me on Instagram at carl.pdf. Um, or if there are any aspirational 
lawyers or folks who are mm. law, who want to become a law student, I'm happy to give you any tips or advice that you may need as I'm going wow. to law school wow. this fall. Generous. Oh, what a nice offer. Generous king, okay. We love. love so you're that. going to law school. I can't, I, I wish you the best at law school. Thank you. You're doing what I could never do. Mm-hmm. Well, you never learn to read, which is, no, that's makes kinda, it tough. <laughs> only read people for filth. That's right, baby. <laughs> that's the only kind of reading I need. That's right. That's right. Simon, where can people mm-hmm. find you? You can find me at the realist Simon on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to listen to my hodgepodge playlist, I throw on whatever I'm liking at the moment. It's uh, I Love This Playlist on Spotify. How about you, Aaron? You can find me at the Aaron on all socials. It'll be in the podcast description. While you're there, feel free to leave the podcast five stars. Mm-hmm. Write a review. Write a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can, you can also find, yeah, Kurt, yeah. reminder, this is the end of the episode. So you thought is, we forgot. Pause it right here, Kurt. Go right. leave us five stars. Write a, write a fun little review. And Thank use the you. word blanket so we know it was this week. Yeah. got you into it. That's right. And you can find the podcast at Bopper Flop Podcast on mm-hmm. Instagram. That's right. Um, where we post our what the latest album is. If you're wondering, what does Carl look like? Yeah. You know, we might post a picture Carl. Find out. He's yeah. pretty handsome, I heard. I've, I've heard, I I've heard handsome things. Can't confirm. I don't know. Can't confirm. Can't confirm. <laughs> no denying here. <laughs> Carl, thank you so much for being on. You were so much fun and brought such a great perspective. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm. All right. See our bop heads next week. That's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>